are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast. And this is a chapter 14 with a title that is a direct reference to a Culture Club song from back in the 80s. Pretty cool, right? It's kind of fun that this would have been topical when it came out, but now it's kind of pretty cool. little nostalgia going on even pop culture reference type of deal. But before we get into this chapter, let me remind you to go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you right on back. And why would we do that? And why would you want that? Well, then we can talk. You can DM me and you can tell me, Jim, I'm not really a Culture Club fan. I'm more of a, say, Depeche Mode fan. And then I would say back to you, well, actually, I'm more of a Smiths slash Echo and the Bunnyman fan. Then my wife would probably come into the room and say, I'm more of somebody who likes the cure. Oh my goodness, we'd have a whole 80s music fest going right there. Maybe my wife would even say, I'm particular to Susie and the Banshees. And then I would say, You're nonsense, which I used to tell her back then. Not a big fan of Susie and the Banshees. But if you tell me Frankie goes to Hollywood, I'm right in with you. All of this can be done on. The Twitters. Now, if that scares you, we don't have to talk about that. We could actually talk about manga as well, or you could just check out the stuff that we do, and I could check out the stuff you do. We don't even have to talk if you don't want to. But also, go into the show notes of this here podcast and check out our campsite bio link where there are links to all of our manga reading club podcasts and our main manga podcast that we have our manga Monday show on. And if you're not aware, We have seven Manga Reading Club podcasts, seven of them. Oh, my, that means one for every day, and they do come out one each day. And I'll give you a bit of a rundown of what they are. Now, obviously, you know about the Dragon Ball Reading Club. I hope you do, since you're listening to it right now. Though, how I'm going on, who would know? But that comes out every Sunday. Every Monday, we have our new Spy Family Manga Reading Club. On Tuesday, you get My Hero Academia. Wednesday, Demon Slayer. Thursday, Jujutsu Kaisen. Friday, Chainsaw Man. Saturday, Death Note. And now we're back to the Dragon Ball on Sunday. So a lot of things going on. You can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, and help us out for all of the stuff that we do here on our feeds, but also get early access to the reading clubs and the Manga Monday show up to nine episodes of the manga monday show our early access and if we get more support and more people going on there we'll add more and more shows including maybe getting enough where we'll have a weekly review show again as luke would say very weekly but we're going to get into this here chapter dragon ball and it's chapter or tale 14 kame 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 chameleon And that is direct off of the whole Culture Club song, as I said. And you have a title page here that's pretty cool looking, but has nothing to do with anything in this chapter. You end up having Bulma and Oolong on a pterodactyl, while ahead of them on the Kintan is Goku. And they're flying around 
possibly looking for a Dragon Ball. That's what I think they'd be looking for. But this chapter ends up, and when you go and think about what led to this chapter, you actually realize that in a subtle way, a lot has been going on. These are very quick chapters. A lot of stuff is played for gags. A lot of it is that middle school toilet humor type deal. But when you get to this, you realize a lot is going on here. I'll give you the narration that sets it up. The august martial arts master named Kame Senen has agreed to quench the inferno on Frypan Mountain by his own power. Heck, since he spilled wonton soup on the magic fan, what else could he do? He does, however, have certain conditions. So what is going on here is Umau, the Ox King, he ends up having a castle on top of Frypan Mountain. Unfortunately, Frypan Mountain is on fire. They can't get to the castle. He can't get to his own castle. In the castle is the sixth Dragon Ball. So that is why Bulma and Goku and Oolong have arrived there to, to fetch that, to try to get it. They can't get to it, obviously, because the mountain's on fire. In the meantime, Yamcha and Puar are watching from the distance, being a little sly. They want to grab the Dragon Balls at the last second when we, our heroes end up getting them. So you have that. In the meantime, you do have the Ox King, who does know Goku's grandpa, because Kame Senen was both of their masters. Now, in the meantime, the Ox King, Gumao, also has a daughter, Chi-Chi, who seems now destined to marry Goku, but also might have a little bit of the, you know, eyes for Yamcha, who she ran into, all this going on. And when you end up having that said that Kame Senen has certain conditions to putting out the flames, it's that he wants to grab Bulma's boobs. And I know that people think that might be sus, but it's a gag. And it makes me laugh because it's almost what Denji just does in Chainsaw Man in the current book. So if you're going to sit there and say, oh, my God, I can't believe this isn't canceled now. Well, Chainsaw Man is one of the most popular ones, and that is in there as well. So stop your nonsense. This is all for fun. And it really is anchored by Goku, who is about as wholesome as you can get, because he's the one who said to Kame Senen, Oh, yeah, yeah, Bomo, go for that. Now, in that, he does say to her, hey, by the way, Kame Senen here, he needs to pat-pat your chest. And I'd like to think in my mind that Goku is so wholesome that when you have Kame Senen say, I want to touch her boobs, all Goku thinks that means is, oh, he's just not sure if she's a girl or a boy. That's how I would like to think of it as a wholesome deal. But there's a lot going on and a lot of fun stuff in this. But really, it all boils down to we have to put out that fire and get the six Dragon Ball. So you end up all this going. And when Kame Senen shows up and says, all right, where's the flames? Where's the boobs? Let's go. He ends up seeing the Ox King Gumao again was his pupil. And Gumao gets upset because those treasures that he has, all the treasures, including that Dragon Ball, he didn't get on the up and up. He seems to have hurt some people, maybe even killed some people. And Kame Senen has heard this. Hey, I heard that you did some bad things, these treasures. And Gumao, he gets so upset. He throws himself on the ground. Oh, my God, please, please, please just I'll get rid of everything. I feel so bad. I shouldn't have done it. I'll destroy all the treasures. Just put out the flames. And you even have Kame Senen. Yeah, that's a little overboard. You know, just, just don't hurt people anymore, please. But 
Oolong's shocked by this too because he's been afraid of Gumao since they even saw him. So he's like, man, I never thought I'd see that. So in the meantime, we're ready. Let's put out those flames. Let's see what Kame Senen has going. But again, Kame Senen's like, hey, Goku, get over here. You remember our deal? You know, I get to touch the boobies. Go, go talk to Bulma. Go ask her about it. And so you end up having Goku go over to Bulma. It's like, hey, hey, Bulma, uh, by the way, we made a deal that if, you know, Kame Senen needs to pat pat you on the chest and then he'll put out the flames and she freaks out. What? That dirty old man. I knew you were sus from the beginning. Oh, my God, this is the worst. I'm never letting you touch me. Oh, you're disgusting. And I love how you have Kame Senen here. Oh, he's such a master, a master at manipulation. He is not just martial arts because he goes, oh, all right, then I guess I'll just go back to my island. Uh, well, those flames, they're probably too tough anyway. I'm just going to go back. I guess somebody like you, a girl who wants those Dragon Balls to possibly get a boyfriend, won't really care that you're not going to get those, right? So I'm going to go over there. If you need me, just you know, ring me there on the island, but really actually lose my number. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. All right. She gets mad at Goku. She's so mad at Goku because, again, he ends up going. He tells everybody everything. He's so wholesome and so trustworthy to everybody that he went. Now, you can say Kame Senen should be able to be trusted. But really, how does Goku really know that? And it doesn't matter if it was anybody. It was just some guy, random guy downtown. He'd be like, hey, you know what? Me, Bulma, and Olong, we're going to get that Dragon Ball. We're doing this because she says, why are you advertising the Dragon Ball? Stop it. You got to keep your mouth zipped. Zip it up, buddy. And that is actually very good advice. And hopefully, hopefully Goku follows it. But I doubt he would. But she ends up agreeing. All right. You can pat pat me. But I have a little condition of my own. And I like this because Bulma, though she is, you know, a little flighty. You know, she wants to get He's a little surface level. She doesn't have the big plans in her mind. She wants to get the Dragon Balls to get this wish. A thing that, you know, people through ages want to get, but all she wants to do is ask for a boyfriend. So it's not like she's, you know, a big thinker, but she's not dumb. And she says, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. So I'm certainly not going to let you pat pat my chest until you put the flames out. So then you end up coming sent and say, well, can I trust you? That if I do it, and they end up pinky swearing, which is very nice. Again, a very wholesome deal in that me and my kids used to pinky swear on things when they were little. We stopped when they were about like 26. I think that's when they they ended up stopping that. But they do that. And kind of a funny little play here is you go off there and see in the distance Oolong, Chi Chi, and Gu Mao watching this. They can't hear what they're saying, but they saw what would have been yelling. At one point, seriously, Bulma turns into like a, a venom symbiote, looks like. I mean, she's straight up venom. Her mouth huge, these things, because she got so mad. But then they see Pinky swears. They, they're like, I don't know what's going on over there. Oh, my goodness. But you end up having Kame Senna now fired up. Now, you're also going to get the idea. He's going to use a power here that's pretty big. This ends up being a huge chapter, by the way. Well, when he uses it, is the play here that he hasn't used in a while and kind of forgot his own strength? Or is it he's so fired up that he's going to get the Pat Pat Boma that he goes over the top? I think it's column A, column B here. But he ends up in a funny way where he takes off his turtle shell. He takes off his shirt. And you do see him. It's classic 
martial arts master, but seriously, he needs to eat a hamburger. This guy's so skinny. But he ends up, all right, here we go. Let's get down to the business. We're going to get them flames out now. And the play here is he's not going to be able to do this. And that would be a funny gag. The master, the, the almighty master that you heard of, almost like a Wizard of Oz. The wizard really isn't what he's supposed to be. That's not the case here. He ends up needing to be lifted up by Goku. There's some heave-hoing going on. He gets on, you know, pretty much a destroyed wall there. So he can see, he almost falls off at one point. He's like, ah, he's almost there. But he needs to, you know, see the flames. He needs to be able to do this. And this is where we end up finding out why the the Culture Club reference for the title is. Because he yells, Gawa. And then goes to town. And this is something that's so cool. He yells Gawa and becomes pretty much the Hulk. He hulks out so big. I thought at this point you were going to have Bulma somehow fall in love with him. But he is still an old man. Even before this, he's like, pretty good build for an old guy, huh? And now he's hulking out. And they're like, holy crap. Oh, my goodness. And this is where he is going to use the special attack, the Kami. Ameha. And in that, you see that Gumao, obviously he knows about it. But you also see that this is such a big thing. Yamcha knows about it. And when you end up yelling the Kamehameha, I like that Puar recognizes that as, isn't that some old king from Hawaii? Which is kind of a weird play to throw into this book to kind of set it in the world. But I like it because, in fact, Toriyama, when he was coming up with this, he ends up thinking, okay, I'm going to use this old Hawaiian king's name for this special attack. Does that sound okay? And he actually ran it by his wife. And his wife said, you know what? That sounds so ridiculously funny. It definitely fits Kame's sentence. So they went with it. And it's a pretty cool deal because then he ends up doing it. And I'm telling you, when he hooks out, that page is incredible looking. And even as you get the Kamehameha, and then this big blast while everybody's watching this. I mean, this is to them in this world. Like, this is huge. Not many people have seen this. This is a huge thing just to see. It's also very intimidating. It's also very loud. It's also very destructive. And it's just this ba-boom, this blast, right? It's like something straight out of Street Fighter. This deal is. And he ends up, ba-boom, cracks the mountain and puts out the fire. He actually puts out the fire. When he does that, it uses all that power, and he's back to just skinny old Kame Sen in there without his shirt, looking like he needs a hamburger. And he goes, whew, that was a big one. And I like the idea, and that's the exact quote there. I just like the idea of wondering why it was that big and how it might be some sus deal, also with the idea that he hasn't used in a while, all that all together. But you end up where... Boom, Al comes over and goes, oh, my God, that was great. That was so cool. But you put the fire out. We got some problems here. This was such a huge blast, a huge attack on the fire that he pretty much blew away the mountain and the castle. And what I like about this, it doesn't seem and you don't know yet, but it doesn't seem as if you destroyed the castle or the you have now pushed it. Miles, miles, and how many miles away? Maybe scattered it, maybe did this because end up where, yep, you put out the fire, but you blew the mountain and the castle away too. Oh my God, you end up having Bulma 
and Goku and Oolong freaking out. Chi-Chi's freaking out. Oh, my God, it's gone. It's gone. He kind of looks at it. And the, the best play of this is here's this old guy, right? He ends up being so impressive here and then plays it off like, what? I blew the mountain. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? He ends up going. Didn't know my own strength. And he thinks he's the greatest guy ever. He's like, all right, I still got it, baby. And I thought that that was really, really cool. And then we get a narration. Now that is some magic power. Too bad there's a small matter of the sixth Dragon Ball being suddenly G-O-N-E gone. And in that point, you end up in in kind of a funny ending here where you can end up going the Boma, Goku, Oolong, and Chi-Chi all fall over and their legs are sticking up in the air. It's pretty funny. And even if I look there, I think that also Gumals as well. So you have all that going on and yeah, there's trouble. So with that, it's one of those things, even me and Clay were talking about it earlier where you're getting to these Dragon Balls really quick. So you're going to get the six Dragon Ball And yeah, it's taken a little bit to get to this point. You're going back and forth. You have to go get Kami Sen and you end up having all this stuff with the Ox King, whatever. But even if that is the case and you get this six Dragon Balls in 14 chapters, that seems way too quick. This sets up kind of a neat little way of, oh, yeah, we didn't get this one. We'll have to see where it is and what's going on. I thought it was a banger of a chapter, probably my favorite chapter. That we've done so far and with that I believe I'm going to give my first 10 out of 10 And it's not something that I do lightly I don't often give 10 out of 10s Even on the manga stuff but I thought that this chapter was really good You have everything in my mind That makes Dragon Ball so good You get Goku being wholesome Bulma is Bulma Always going to be Bulma You end up having (laughs) Kami Senen over the top awesome but then messes up at the end and thinks he's still awesome. I mean, it's really, really good and really something where it's about time. Chapter 14, and we got a 10 out of 10, and I can't wait to get to the next chapter. So I hope everybody else enjoyed this one. Let me know, as well as saying like, hey, Jim, I actually am a Toto fan from the 80s. And I'm like, really? You like Toto? I'm more of an ABC guy myself, right? Or maybe you'll say, I like Van Halen. But then I'd say, well, if we're going to do that, do you like Van Halen or Van Hagar? We'd have to discuss that. That would be very important. But all in all, thanks, everybody. Like I said, go check out our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then check out our Patreon. It'd be really nice to get some support from people and, and let us know that we're doing something that you enjoy and get even more then. So go to that. It's patreon.com slash weird science manga. But that's it. I'm done yipping and a yapping. I got a bunch of other podcasts to do, but I'm going to go off and do those now. And I hope everybody has a good week, and I'll talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.